Welcome to the High Performer Blueprint Podcast, where busy professionals learn the habits to become a high performer and live the healthy lifestyle they dream about. I'm your host, Leah Bola. Let's go. Today, we are joined by Jonathan Lewis, owner and coach of Truth Performance. Jonathan, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Lee. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. It's good to be joined. I've been connected with Jonathan for a while now, so it's great to bring on his expertise. And Jonathan, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, um, my name is Jonathan Lewis. Um, As Lee has said, I own Truth Performance um, that is located in Ames, Iowa. We have been around for about five to six years. Um, I have been in the industry for about five to six years, not as an owner, but just as a um, trainer testing the waters before I I decided to start a business. Um, Our business is based on working with athletes, um, not only just to train them in the physical aspect, but to also help them develop their identity and their character as a person and as a role model in this world. Um, I have my certifications through um, the National Academy of Sports Medicine, where I'm certified as a personal trainer and I carry a performance enhancements specialization, along with having um, my credited certification in strength and conditioning through the International Sports Science Association. Man, that's awesome. It's good to have Jonathan on as well, because I come from an athletic background as well as playing sports. And, you know, originally when I actually got started, and I thought I was going to just stay in the athletic performance, but uh, really, when I first got started, I started doing more personal training, group coaching. Uh, so I do understand the athlete standpoint. And similar to you, I'm certified as a strength and conditioning coach as well. So I kind of understand both perspectives. But the great thing I want with you having on is because I know you train both, of course, athletes and you still work mm-hmm. with some of the general population. So I kind of want to talk about how, you know, business professionals and people can kind of use some of those transferable skills that athletes are really good at. When it comes to some of the things that people don't think about, like the the mindset that comes in, because we think about, you know, these great athletes that we see on the professional level. Right. We see how mm-hmm. these athletes take it to the next level. What separates many of these athletes are just their mindset. So how can a business professional tap into their mindset like an athlete? Lee, I would say um, just from my experience of working with both um, general and athletes, it's all about trust, man. Um, once they come to you, you being a trainer and they're looking for a service, they're looking to develop a skill. Um, you can have all of the credentials in the world that you may have, but you know, when they get to when they get you one-on-one, they're gonna want to know, is this trainer looking for my best interest? And when you start to build that bridge and that gap of having that trust with that athlete or that person, then they, you have won them over in a way of helping them develop a mindset of what you have laid out for them professionally, meaning the routine or regiment of the program allows for them to be able to tap into their true potential, which connects physical to mental. And I would say it definitely comes with trust. But um, as a trainer, getting there um, just requires understanding the person that you're working with because everybody's different. Um, understanding that um, some people, they, they like to be pushed hard. 
Some people like to be, you know, talk too gentle, you know, so you definitely have to have a balance as a coach. And I think that comes from that comes with just educating yourself on how to be a conscious coach, but then also um, being able to have experience in the field of, you know, relating to people as well, because at the end of the day, um, it's not just training somebody. It also is a relationship. Right. So. I like that you mentioned the trust aspect. I know that's very important from the the coach to client relationship. So would you say for somebody, you know, even if they're not working with the coach, would you say for them to really tap into their mindset, they have to really trust themselves and believe in themselves? Would you kind of tap into that as well? Is that something that you would say somebody has to really look in as believing in themselves then? Uh, Most definitely. Um, The athlete also has to have, you know, the courage to step out and perform um, particular exercises because, you know, certain programs are more complex. Um, They're not easy. You may be being challenged for the first time to um, accomplish something during a session. And so as a coach, you definitely want to encourage that athlete um, that they are capable of doing it. And I would say a good coach not only um, has them go through the drill, but, you know, they demonstrate it and they tell them exactly, you know, what movements are needing to be made and why this movement is important. And I think that kind of process is in the brain that, okay, I understand what this drill is for. Um, so if I want to become a better cutter on the football field or, you know, being able to increase my vertical in basketball, we understand relationship between um, ability and, and drill. And I think that helps the athlete build confidence when they take it step by step rather than jumping into it and trying to go full speed. Um, One of my mentors said you have to go slow to go fast. And so that's not only in the physical aspect, but that's also in the mental. And as being a coach, you definitely want to be able to build confidence in your athletes. Right, right. And I think that's something as you hit on, the reason I like to kind of look at from that perspective is because you know, we think of athletes and people that compete, those those are the ones that do it at the highest level. But I think the skills that athletes have, and I just think this is a skill that everybody can do. Like like I said, even if you're a business professional, the skills yeah. you can learn within your health can translate to even what you're doing in your career, right? Because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're jumping on a sales call, that that's like your competition, right? That's like you're competing in a hundred meter, you're competing in a game, or you're going to a business meeting. Um, I think those skills transfer over the same because if you can mentally prepare and tap into that mindset part of it, just like an athlete will, it works really well. And I mean, I think that's why, I mean, obviously you're an athlete yourself and you're, you have a business just like me. And I think those are skills that translate to other aspects. And I think that's why it's so key to not just, you know, think of it as, okay, like I'm just, you know, whatever, going through the motions within building these habits. Yeah. It's really yeah. like, no, like you can tap into that mindset at athlete level. Like I said, some of these people that compete on the highest levels that we, you know, we as spectators and fans, we're just like uh, all of it. But I believe we can do the same things if we really look at it that way. So I think you understand how important like mental training is before you even, like you said, step on a field or if you get in a drill. So why should business professionals implement mental training to boost their own training performance when they're just doing their own workouts? Um, I would say that's a big one. Um, 
it's important for a business owner to be able to tap into their own mental because um, it's just like laying down a foundation or laying out a plan. You know, you don't want to just run into a plan and not have an idea of what you want to end with or have a, um, a goal in mind at the end. You definitely want to be able to process mentally what you're going to get yourself into. Um, and when you hit those hard bumps in the road while going down that journey, what um, what type of mindset are you going to have towards the obstacles that may bring, you know, a little bit more of a challenge? Um, I would like to say that, you know, when I go through, you know, obstacles as far as in the business side of things, you know, you know, getting appointments laid down, um, sending out emails um, and then turning around and doing sessions, you know, it create it has to be a mindset of I'm doing this for a purpose. And that purpose is to um, be consistent with the people that are trusting me to help them succeed with the services that I'm offering. Um, Being creative, you know, bringing an atmosphere that, you know, just allows the flow of things to be, you know, much easier than what they probably would be. So being a business owner um, and having that mindset is um, what I'm going to say is key especially in planning. So you want to be able to um, know all of the emotional sides to things, you know, how is this going to make me feel, you know, can I maintain consistency throughout the course of this journey? So I would say to follow up on that, like, I think what you said that it transfers over to some of the skills and how do you think, like for me too, as well, I think it's important that somebody understands, like if they're going to go into a workout, I like how you mentioned as far as understanding the outcome that they're going to get. Right. So, you know, yes. if they're not putting those, you know, like if you're going to go into a workout, right. And you're not already visualizing, you know, you crushing a workout and you pushing through those limits. Right. And you just go through the workout and you just go through the motions. It's not going to work. Right. Just like, you know, I know there's athletes when you tell them before you're going to do a drill, right. They got to already expect to, what the outcome is going to be and they have to understand what's going to actually happen with that. So like, do you have any like uh mental, I guess, uh, drills you kind of work with some of your athletes that they do before they go into it? Um, I would say yes. Um, usually when it comes to dealing with um, young athletes, we go through a curriculum where we want to not only develop um, their mindset for performance, but we want to develop their mindset for having a successful career. So um, sports isn't always the importance. Um, The importance is is how you carry yourself, um, how you um, represent yourself when you're, you know, communicating with somebody. And so for our um, athletes, we definitely want them to be sharp-minded when it comes to being able to um, speak in front of the media, you know, being able to speak about a topic or, you know, a situation. And so we um, definitely gather um, resources that come from, you know, different authors, um, different books, books that help develop develop, um, how to um, develop the mindset or then also how to go about having a successful career and being accountable and, you know, just laying out priorities from a business perspective, you know, because even if you aren't a business owner, um, you definitely want to be a person that knows how to place priorities and how to plan out 
what needs to be done, you know, every day on a daily basis and how to just get the most out of, out of you know, your calendar days, if I should say it that way, you know. So, yes, we do provide a curriculum for our athletes. Um, like I was mentioning before, you don't necessarily, um, some of our athletes don't necessarily need the curriculum because some of them have a good head on their shoulders. So mm-hmm. we deal with a lot of athletes that don't necessarily have um, a support system. You know, some of them don't have their parents in their lives. So it is important that, you know, we not only help them build the mental side of things because some of them are already physically capable, right. but it's the mental side that kind of um, allows them to have a downfall. And so without having that, you know, I think that's the most important thing is if you can't develop the mental, then really the physical doesn't matter because you have to match both of them. Right. Right. I mean, I think they both play a part. Like you said, I, I think even like as mentioning for somebody going to work out, if they're just focused on the physical and they're not really focused on the mental side of it, because I think we all have different points when we're working out where we want to give up, right. It's only natural yeah. because it's getting tough. But if you don't focus on that mental side to push yourself, like I said, obviously we do not try to kill you, but you got to understand the perfect <laughs> balance with that. Right. So it's like, if yeah. that doesn't happen and it just kind of maybe leads up to the next point. So how do you help your clients remove excuses? Cause I think, anybody needs to understand how they need to remove excuses and hold themselves accountable. Man, Lee, I would say, man, when it comes to excuses, um, we definitely need to understand our client. We need to understand, you know, some of their background. And I know that could get a little bit touchy, but like I mentioned before, um, the most important thing you could have with your client or your athlete is a relationship. And once you have a relationship with a person, you kind of understand who that person is and, you know, maybe that athlete could be struggling with things or, you know, maybe they have some habits that aren't healthy for the agenda that they're trying to accomplish. And so this is where that curriculum comes in, where we want to break down those bad habits and replace them with good habits. And, you know, research has proven that when you replace good habits with bad habits, you start to tap into um, some talents or gifts that you have had, but bad habits have kept them under layers. So when it comes to making excuses, um, we're not going to drill our clients, you know, like, hey, stop making excuses. If you don't want to be here, you don't want to be here. You know, we don't want to do that to them. But what we want to do is definitely understand where they're at and meet them where they're at and then touch bases on the knowledge and wisdom that we have as trainers or even as business owners to those that, you know, we're talking to, you know, can, you know, clients or potentials on why this is important to be consistent day in and day out with what they're trying to accomplish and where they can go and have success. So helping them also understand um, where, they're want, where they want to go and what that looks like at the end and what it's going to take. And I think that helps them buy into what they're trying to achieve, you know, because they could start something, but will they be consistent on doing it every day, you know, every week, every month to get to get to that accomplishment? So um, you definitely want to make sure that you start erasing the bad habits and filling in good habits. And that comes from, you know, just being being able to teach them. Right. I think that's a good point that you mentioned. Sometimes we don't understand that excuses can come from bad habits like you mentioned right if you have a habit Mm -hmm. of 
certain things, you're not holding yourself accountable or you got a habit of, you know, uh, rationalizing things and stuff like that. It can be pretty hard for yourself to remove those excuses. And I think that's so important. So, you know, really, Jonathan, I know you have two perspectives of working with athletes and working with the general population. So I know you understand this, how the human mind can work in certain aspects. So do you think individuals suffer more from lack of discipline or lack of desire? Um, Lee, I would say they, they um, suffer from both. Um, like I mentioned, you know, you have, you have the, um, the person that doesn't have a support system, doesn't have that, you know, bringing up, you know, if we're talking about young athletes, the same thing can be for, you know, older people, you know, adults. So when it comes to discipline, if they have not been taught, you know, or they have not been um, corrected on things that they may be doing wrong and showed how to do it the right way, meaning, you know, the walk of life mm-hmm. or, you know, just even when it comes to being in sessions, then, you know, they're going to pick up habits, you know, bad habits again. Here we go. You know, where something just continuously happens and happens and happens and it becomes normal. So people do suffer from discipline and, you know, they need to be taught, Hey, this is how you do it. And it comes from, you know, having the experience as a coach, how to, um, interact and communicate that to them that way they don't give up but they receive it and they want to be challenged and they want to prove that they can you know accomplish it and then desire is one of them as well you know so a person can be disciplined but they they don't have the desire to push you know so when it comes to having that desire um are you committed to, you know, for example, the 5 a.m. workout, you know, we could talk about um, college athletes, you know, I was on that level of being, having to get up at five o'clock in the morning for, you know, morning weights, you know, before school started. And so that was an everyday grind, but, you know, hey, what I looked at was, okay, my desire has to be strong to do this because I was given a scholarship or, this was the only opportunity that I had, you know, so that desire has to kick in in order for you to get results out of it. The same thing with discipline, uh, performing things on the correct side. If you're not performing them correctly, then everything is error. So I would say um, the individual suffers from both. And it's just, it's just important that the coach is able to step in and be able to show them, you know, both sides, you know, you know, I think that the biggest thing here, you know, and I don't want to get off of the question, Lee, is that um, as a coach, you know, or a trainer, it's a lot bigger than um, just bringing people into that session. We we are actually, um, we're gifted to be able to send people with more than what they came with. And if we, if we do that correctly, uh, we're talking about people will achieve more in life, not just the rewards of, you know, winning a Super Bowl or, you know, I'm going to use that for example, or more of, you know, helping to build a character of a, a young man or a young lady to help them go on with life, you know, having a family, you know, having a job that has nothing to do with sports eventually down the road and being able to perform in that job because of what they were built, um, what was built in them while having a coach in their corner. 
So I think that kind of helps with both, you know, the discipline and the desire. But yeah, going back to that question, I think, you know, they do both suffer on both sides. Right. I agree. I don't think that could be answered in a black or white uh, perspective to say one or the other, because I think both are needed. And I think we both can uh, at times suffer from either lack of discipline or lack of desire. And like you said, sometimes you can be more disciplined, but then the desire there or the desire can be there and you really want it, but you're lacking in discipline. So sometimes I think if they're, you know, one or the other isn't right at the right level, it can definitely show uh, within, you know, what people are doing. And I think, like I said, that mm-hmm. uh, is something that athletes and uh, general population, as far as people suffer. And like I said, when you're definitely as a high performer and you want to be a high performer, you have to, to work on those things. So mm-hmm. how do you keep like your clients that, like I said, that are more the general population focus on the healthy lifestyle and not just the short term results, because, you know, we live in this instant gratification world. I know that becomes more and more difficult each year. Yeah. Um, especially when we're wanting right now results. Um, I would say, man, Lee, you know, it goes far beyond, you know, them coming into a session with you and you have them one-on-one. It's it's more of, you know, and I hate to kind of say it this way because I don't want it to be taken the wrong way, but you kind of have to hold your client's hand until it becomes second nature. And so for me, um, what I do with my, my clients is that um, I used to have an issue with them um, performing their postural programs on their own. It would be something that I would give to them as an accountability piece. So mm-hmm. it would help build that mental side of accountability. But um, I started seeing that um, a lot of them weren't getting it done. They would have the time to get it done, but they weren't getting it done. And it affected their um, progress while in sessions. So I started implementing it in, in the beginning of our sessions, getting them to go through their postural programs or their, you know, their, their statics and their SMRs before we dive into the actual session. Mm-hmm. And because of it, um, it has built a second nature mentality where now they understand the importance of why we're doing these exercises and they start to see the progress over time. And so because of it, when I asked the question, you know, hey, how how did it go, you know, this weekend? Um, were you able to get, you know, any of your exercises in for your postural program? They're like, yeah, you know, I really enjoy doing them now, John, because I understand the significance of or the importance of why they're being done. And I think it's just basically, you know, you have to really just, you know, lead and guide your clients and get them to understand why this is important. Because if they're not educated on it, then they don't know, you know, they, they just think it's just some other workout routine that a trainer created, but really this is what we are paid to do. And this is why we go to school, you know, to be certified, to have the degrees is because, what we bring is um, is a specific approach to or a systematic approach, you know, to why everything is laid out in phases mm-hmm. or periodized by, you know, session or phase of trainings for the purpose of developing the person that we're working with. And once again, when you go back to the point of being a coach or a trainer, it's all about um, laying out the detail of what what this exercise is and why the importance of doing it is going to help them succeed physically. 
Yeah, I think that's key as far as what you're saying is when you lay it out to somebody, that can really change the perspective because someone just thinks like, oh, this is going to just happen for me. It's going to happen fast. And if you don't lay it out, like, no, it's going to be a step-by-step process to get you to the point you're at. That keeps them more focused on, okay, this is a process, right? And then you think of process, you don't think of short-term results because, you know, a process takes things to develop and things have to improve. And I just think that's so key. Like I said, in this world, like I said, it doesn't matter if you work with athlete or you're working with, like I said, general population. So if you're this person out there and you're listening and you just think your results are just going to come like that without you actually having a plan, a program, a process to make it happen, it won't. So I know for many, you know, they're in a standpoint where they're still struggling to get going. You know, they're not even in a perspective of wanting to hire a coach right now they're in a perspective of not even being able to tell themselves to do something with their goals. So what's the thing you would tell someone that's struggling with taking action on their journey? Um, something that I would tell them is that you have to, um, I mean, it's cliche, but there's more detail behind it. Um, you have to take it step by step. Um, I would say that as a person stepping into their goals for the first time, um, whether that's in the business field or stepping into a career or they're stepping into the gym, they're stepping into their first yoga class or, you know, high interval class. Um, there, there's those jitteries there where, or, you know, that, that nervousness of, you know, how am I going to do, you know, or they don't even get to the point of stepping in the door. They don't even go. And so, I would say to them that um, you have to look at yourself, turn around and pretend you're looking at yourself and you're looking at yourself getting up and you're moving towards what you want to accomplish or what you desire in the inside, but it hasn't been set in stone because it's only the first day. And then think about yourself five days from now. What would you have learned five days from now? Or who, what would you look like five days from now? Or what skill would you have accomplished five days from now? Because as you keep going day in and day out, you're developing something, you're learning something, and you're transforming yourself to look different than what you look like on day five or day one, I meant to say. And so you also have to keep in mind is that why not? Why not? Why wouldn't I do it? If I'm not doing nothing now or what I'm doing isn't, you know, bringing joy or bringing, you know, comfort to me, why not try something different that I know is going to probably bring joy or bring, you know, um, happiness to my life? Why wouldn't I do it? So, you know, you want to get up, go do it, try it, you know, give it your best effort understand that um, when you do step through those doors, people may look at you, they may judge you, they may be like, you know, how is he even here? But what you have to understand is that what opportunity was given to you was given to you for a purpose. It was your season and it was time for you to accomplish it. Was it going to always be easy? No, nothing, nothing in life is easy. We push for everything. So when it comes to having a highlight on this particular season, the focus is on it. Just understand that it was your time to do it. And there's going to be those up and downs where you may fail on this particular um, situation this day, but that doesn't mean that you can't have success that day or the next day. 
all of it is, I look at the bads and the goods as all of it being a learning process to make you a sharpened tool for success. So that's what I would tell a person is that, you know, you want to dig deep. Now we're talking about that true mental aspect of digging deep in the brain, in the mind, and knowing that you could go into something and really achieve it and win it if you want to. And it starts with, you know, processing those thoughts. And then it also starts with also having what we would call it in football, a dog mentality. You know, you're, you're on it. You, you, you have studied the game and you know how to diagnose it. You know how to accomplish. You know how to have victory over the obstacles. So when you step into that field, you're ready to go and you're about business and you're about winning. And you have to have that confidence that you're going to win and you're going to succeed. I love that. I like, like you said, touching on all those different points. When someone's just, you know, struggling with this, sometimes you, like you said, you got to dig deeper. You got to hit that that part of what you really want. And like you said, and that's really gets you to to go, man. And I think that's so important for those that are struggling right now to get started. So, man, Jonathan, really love all the stuff you have shared on this episode, man. Where can the audience get connected with you at? Um, they could connect with me through social media platforms. Um, they could connect with me on Instagram, truth underscore performance. Um, I have a Facebook under the same link. And then, yeah, they could check out the website as well, truthperformance77.net, if they're curious about more of our mission and what we want to accomplish in the world. Definitely get connected with Jonathan, man. I appreciate you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Lee. I loved it, man. Thank you for joining us this week. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, head over to ltaperformance365.com slash high performer. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you love this podcast, feel free to leave a review. And if you're ready to create your own high performer blueprint, be sure to head over to ltaperformance365.com and we'll talk soon.